Welcome to the Voices in Your Head, Derek and George Live, starts now. Welcome to the Derek and George live show right here on Blog Talk Radio, part of the Road Less Traveled Internet Ministry. George, it snow, it snowed, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. It's, I, and of course, we didn't get a lot here in our little. No, but it's on the grass. There yeah, were... it's on the grass. It's it just just in time. It, it this really funny season because driving here, then you see sprinkler systems that people have gotten up and running, and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, even one across the street, <laughs> across uh, you the know, street. get a water of the snow a little bit. It's <laughs> it, it's a fun time. I'm Colorado. not kidding you. Yeah. Tuesday it was 80 degrees, at mm. least 80, maybe 82. Oh, it, yeah, more. It, I think it was 84. Was, was it 84? Yeah. Yesterday, I don't know what it was. Got cold down in the 40s or something, and then you turn on your computer and they're like, "Hey, there's a freeze warning." Kill all of our trees, kill everything. I don't, I don't yep. know what to say. <laughs> it's That's just Colorado, baby. Absolutely yeah. crazy. I, I I'm ready for it to end. Made the dredge report. Made the yeah. made the made the dredge report. Hey, we do want to welcome you here to the Derek and George show. Remind you if you want to see more of Derek and George, go to DerekandGeorge.com. Follow us on Facebook, Derek and George, or Twitter, Derek and George. George, we are gonna you know today's a sad day. Uh, May second. May well. Why is this a sad day today? Jimbo is not in the producers. Oh, booth that today. is sad. That yes, is. A, we miss him. I we, miss to see his face there on the Skype. It. You know what? He's golfing Thursday mornings at Arbitrace Golf Course. Uh, by the way, Arbitrace, fantastic course. If you're in Marion, Indiana, go to Arbitrace Golf Club. It's it's their their little. Uh, what do I want to say? Not a tournament there. Scramble, whatever they have. League. That's what I want to say. League. And finally it started, and so we lost Jimbo and the producer. But just on Thursdays. Fridays, he'll be back for Becoming Christ. Like Saturday, he'll be so there for he'll, Solomon He'll be Hutch. back for all your shows except mine. I think he got scared you, after yeah. the Homeland Security thing. Oh, oh after... <laughs> we had to keep moving him in the Witness Protection program. program. Every time on Becoming Christ-like or Solomon Hutch, when I would say that uh, for Jimbo in the producer booth, I'd move him to a different place. <laughs> Saturday, he was in Ottawa, Canada. So <laughs> I had to move him someplace. Hey, we today... No kidding. I don't know how this is going to go because I don't think you and I have ever sat down and talked about this. Although it's not really a a conversation piece around the coffee table. Yeah. But I don't know. What are we talking about? What are we going to talk about? You know about what? Today? We have been talking about. Oh, wait. Before we do that, a little bit of history. Po- point in time in history. Okay. But bringing that up. Do you have something? No. Well, no? yesterday, yeah. May 1st, and I, I just thought of it today, and it's yes. kind of sad that. Oh. 
I don't know if they do anything. You know, when I was a little kid, May Day, May Day, where you you actually, and I remember doing this. You you would fix a little bouquet of like flowers, yes. and then go up and ring a girl's doorbell. That's and then right. She like had to chase you and try and kiss you. Yes, and they don't do that anymore. I <laughs> what. That that's fun, you know. You run slow on the right gal. Okay, <laughs> be very I choosy do, on his. Yeah, they don't. Well, they have. Do they do they, anything. They like, have the May baskets that they hand out. Churches hand out little May baskets. Do of course, they, they have do, the Los Animas Methodist Church, and I don't know if they did it this year, but they always had a May Day breakfast, and the women would get the little May Day baskets, and and deacons would hand out May Day baskets, and and of course it used to be also the day that. That labor would get together and and picket uh, factories and things like that because that was the day of that was the labor force day and, and of course oh, they had really? the maypole and and all that and and it snowed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, it wasn't even nice enough yeah, to go out. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, 1932, Jack. 19 on this day, 1932, Jack Benny's first radio show. Oh, 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 Rochester. <laughs> Yeah, Miss Benny. <laughs> oh, and was that you know, Jack I've Benny? I've never listened I, to a Jack Benny before. If if you have not, I know if you who ever Jack get Benny a chance is, but I've never to watch to yeah? reruns of his show, oh, Jack, Jack Benny, Benny, I I rank as uh, one of the top comedians of all time. He was a, an awesome really? individual. A lot of his humor played upon him being a cheapskate, right. very tight. Right. You know, uh, your, your money the, or your life. Right. He got right. Uh, well, let me think about it. And uh, yeah. it, it was, but he was actually in private a very, very generous, generous man. Was and, he the one who played the violin? Yes. Okay. The the uh, fairy tales can come, come true. true. It yeah. can happen to you when yeah. you're young at heart. Yeah. yeah. And he and he has actually once again a very, I think, a fairly good violinist. But he he played. Rather poorly on his show, just for yeah. the amusement, you know, hit real clunkers. And, wow. Yeah. Well, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I have I have to see that. So, eighteen or fifteen nineteen, this day Leonardo da Vinci died. In fifteen fifteen nineteen, when da Vinci he died. died, and and this, and evidently this is it is still on the on the the counter there when you go and get your groceries and everything. I guess I have never really read it or known the importance of it, but I think probably back in the 50s. But in 1885, the first Good Housekeeping was published. I, I don't know. I don't know the whole. I see it. I don't know what's in it. 1885. That was going. That didn't hit many of the ladies out in the western part of the territory. Is that when what's they had in their, it? Uh, uh, is is it for is it is it literally just good how I mean what's in that magazine I've never well looked. back then it was you know the Western issue was <laughs> you know the 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 newfangled broom for your dirt floor <laughs> right. I I I have no of course 1880s in New York was right night and day from 1880s out here so right I don't know anyway that's what happened that it, is interesting a and Woodrow Wilson made this quote. This is a good quote. Yeah. Experience is the name everyone gives to his mistakes. <laughs> I like that. Chalk that one up chalk, to experience. Chalk that oh. one up to experience. Okay. You know, here's what we've been doing over the last few weeks. We've been talking about all the things that are just going down the turlet for the for the United States. And so I, I started looking at this pattern 
the economy and we were we, we then we got into the to the Boston Marathon bombings and the violence and the terrorism and you read in scripture how how uh, you know countries that begin and you even look in history countries that begin to fall uh do so in in a in a fairly straight progress and and one of the last things that happens is they begin to devalue life and i i couldn't help but notice that this week although one not being covered by national media that much uh was chocked full of one particular topic and that's the topic we're going to start out with, okay? So I'm going to give you a couple of news stories. You tell me what your reactions are to them. Okay. Okay? Just These are, these are just short because they're building up to what we're talking about. So I don't know if you saw this, but the Federal Drug Administration uh, decided to allow 15-year-olds yes. with an idea to buy the morning-after pill over the counter. What do you think about that? Uh, I... I Let's see. We need to we need to be 18 to buy cigarettes. Yes, need to be 21 to to drink and to, and to gamble. But at 15, you can buy over, buy an over, over the, the counter, counter medication deal to terminate a pregnancy if it happened uh, last night. Right. Yeah. Uh I would just say that I would chalk that up to idiocy. You know, I, I wrote, and you can go to Derek Hutchison Ministries, D-E-R-E-K-H-U-T-C-H-I-S-O-N, Derek Hutchison Ministries. Click on the blog. A while back I wrote, uh, because this is called the Plan B. This is Plan B. Yeah, that's, plan, that, what's Plan the, A? Well, uh, that's what okay. I, I wrote a blog. <laughs> I wrote a blog on it, and it was entitled Plan B is a Bad Eye, or is a Bad Plan. Bad plan, and that's what I that's what I wrote. We don't concentrate enough on Plan, plan a. a. Right. You know, there's and and of course you get called names for that. And and for a while I would go around to schools and teach uh, abstinence training. It was called weight um, weight training. And you know the looks that I would get and and the snickers that I would get. And I would teach middle schoolers. Of and, and of course taught it in in youth group and and all those things and the the looks that that middle schools would give you like abstinence shirt you know it, it's it, you oh know. well there there's a mentality that says uh, that was my whole thing with plan A is the big letter A is abstinence, abstinence. and now abstinence oh dear, is don't the, you know kids kids are gonna there's nothing you can do to stop it. They're they're going That's to right. have sex. It's inevitable. So let's let's uh, airdrop condoms over the school. So and, so what I did was I turned the, the A from abstinence plan A into the scarlet letter, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and because that's that's really what it is. Here's my pro. Here, well, I have n- numerous problems with it, but here here's the the major flaw in it. This is what's so bad. Allowing 15-year-olds with an ID. Do you know any 15-year-olds that have an ID besides their little school card? No. Most of the people over 18 that should have an ID that I don't, know. Don't. Don't. And so that's what they're going to accept. The only thing my 16-year-old son has that says that he is 16 years old, and it doesn't even say that he's 16 years old. It just says what grade he's in. Is that little card? 
which I find in the washer most of the time. <laughs> yeah. So what are they going to do? And you know what's going to happen? They're going to it's going to get lax and it's going to be tight for a while. But how does a fifteen-year-old? So so here's what's going to happen. The lines are going to get even longer at the DMV simply to get a Colorado ID that has your that has your age. It's it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Except for this next story. Yeah. <laughs> another another dumb one. Okay. We've probably seen this. This this is all over the place. This one came from CNN.com. Can't tell you what I was doing on CNN.com, but there I was. There you you found your. Actually saw it uh, saw it on the five saw it and and thought I'd look it up and CNN was there free condoms for your twelve year old. Have not heard of that. California Health Council can help with just a few clicks of a mouse. Kids as young as twelve can have free condoms delivered to their doors in California. Online. No oh, absolutely. Wow. Three pack of them, I guess. The great state of California, the land of the nuts and the fruits. That's it. That's Progress. it. News of the program's expansion expansion to two new counties comes as the federal government approves the morning after pill. The development has garnered mixed reactions. I would ask the parents the question, who should be making decisions for the for the best welfare of your child? You as a parent or the state who has no direct connection? Has no understanding, has no relationship with your child. And then uh, CNN commentator, uh, <laughs> if I was 12 and hearing the news and looking at my Lego blocks, I would feel like such a loser. Is everyone doing it but me? Talk about pressure. Well, that, <laughs> yeah, it's, Come it, on. It's lower in the bar for getting after it, that's for sure. Come on. It, it's... It, so far, the program has sent nearly 30,000 condoms to youth via home mailers in the past year. 30, come on! 12, 12 years old. Now, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I've been in youth group. I've led youth group for 20, I've led youth groups for 20 years. I've done abstinence training. I know 12-year-olds are having sex. I know that. I, I I just do. But my problem is we settle for that. Yeah, 12-year-olds are having sex. Just like you said, they're going to do it anyway. Why not? I just can't believe that the state governments and federal governments are I, – I'm not going to go as far as to say they're encouraging it. But that, they're encouraging it. Well, here's the thing. No longer do we hold anybody responsible for anything. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. bail you out. I, I, I just, it, it just can't. Just, I just can't. That brings us up to the big story. Okay, what's the big story? This is the big story. And it has, it has gotten zero, zero national media. Well, it has gotten zero national liberal Oh, media. It's unbelievable. It's driving me crazy, George. I It's driving me absolutely crazy. Without having seen you for a week, I I have a gist of what this could be. Two stories that are two stories that are driving me crazy. Actually, let me go to this one real quick. Does this have to do with a certain doctor? Yes. Okay. And a certain lady who stood in front of a podium in the state of Florida. Uh, oh my gosh! Okay. It, anyway, 
let me let me let me just get to this story because if I don't get to this story real it's just real quick. Okay. I caught it. I was I was I was checking the news. I caught it. Yeah. And I just wanted to ask you. Whip it on me. Okay, here it is. Duke, Duke University. Yeah. Duke University. I just want to ask you now they're a private college. Duke's a private college. They can do whatever That's, they want. Uh, Duke, uh, Duke, North Duke, Carolina, right? North Carolina. Yeah. Raleigh-Durham area. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And and you've gone through this, and I've gone through this. They're going to hike. They're going to hike the prices of of the student fees up three 0.3%. Okay, that's not that much. Of course, with Duke, that's a hefty. Okay? And 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 colleges send you a letter home and say, you know what? Fees are going to go up. Parents know fees are going to go up. They're always going to go up. Yeah. No yeah, big deal. It, for tuitions like medical costs, it generally is, you know, like 10% minimum. You can, yeah. You know, your wages aren't going to go up that high, but... Campus reform for higher ed. Campus reform. Duke hikes fees to provide same or to provide sex change surgeries to students. (laughs) Come on, really? Campus reform. Scott Greer, Duke University, plans to raise its students' fees in order to pay for students' sex reassignment surgery. Obviously in the uh, uh, insurance coverage. Administrators say they will cover the cost of the reassignment surgery up to $50,000 that will be covered with a cause, with a cause, that doesn't sound, which will be covered by a 0.3% increase to overall students' fees. LGBT advocates on campus immediately celebrated the university's decision. Here's the, here's the quote. comes out of the Duke Chronicle. The addition of sexual reassignment surgery with a $50,000 cap makes Duke's student health care plan one of the most, if not the most, transgender-inclusive plans in the country. Wow, that's that's wonderful news. That's, Here's what, uh, yeah. That's, that's just And then crazy. I'm reading on in the campus reform, and I'm thinking, okay, this is kind of bizarre. And, and I'm thinking, okay, as a parent, if I got that letter that came home that says point three, you know, I got to pay. Okay, but then I, I read this. There are 37 universities in America that cover sex, sex, sex change op- operations, according to transgenderlaw.org. Mm-hmm. Well, here, here's another thing that will label me a hater. A hater? Uh, first of all, for your fees to you know turn Samantha into Sam, <laughs> exactly, yeah. uh, or vice versa, mm-hmm. is is just uh, wow, it's crazy. But you know, call me old school. Old school George. Old school George. I I find the whole idea really bizarre. (laughs) I think we're created. What we've got is what we've got. Some of us want more. Maybe we have (laughs) less. Yeah, that's exactly right. uh, The Lord giveth, and to others he giveth more, giveth less. But you are what you are. You are what you are. And here's here's what wow. uh, here's what I thought about. Mm-hmm. I thought, wow, thirty seven. There's thirty seven other colleges out there. I need. I got to get a list of these. I got to get a list of these colleges. And I did. And there are two colleges in the state of Colorado 
that uh, that, that healthcare co- covers plan this covers this. Okay, well, it ha- it's CU Boulder, obviously, of CU uh, Boulder is one of them. Uh, you're going to tell me CU Fort Collins, CSU Fort Collins, Colorado State University. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> there it is, right there, baby, Colorado State University. You got to be kidding me! This nope. is a this used to be an agriculture school land of. And it's <laughs> oh, man. it's slowly going urban yuppie liberal on me. I couldn't. I did. It shocked me. Of course, I knew that CU Boulder had to be. Well, you knew that CU Boulder had to be, and then I saw Colorado State University. We just think it's important <laughs> for people to be all they can be and what they or be different they than they can be. be. Okay, that leads well. up to obviously the doctor. The doc? Oh, okay. You're going to talk about I am abortion to. doctor in, I believe it was when, is it New York, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay. Dr. Kermit Gosnell. Dr. Kermit Gosnell. And First of all, would you go to a doctor, any guy named Kermit, Kermit <laughs> named after a frog? No, he's named for the frog, but anyway. And, uh, and, hi, uh, welcome to the uh, uh, abortion, abortion clinic. I have your hair done. Okay, a, it's not an abortion doctor named green. Kermit. Oh, Kermit no. Gosnell. I got this. Well, there were lots of stories on it, but there weren't any stories from CNN. There wasn't any stories from MSNBC. I was surprised to find uh, this story in the Washington Times. Got this. This story that I'm taking from is from the Washington Times uh, by Paul Rondeau, and uh, the title of this one is Note to Obama, God Will Not Bless Evil or Planned Parenthood. Okay? Uh, and it's a story about, uh, this is a story in the Washington Times about Obama's speech to Planned Parenthood. Uh, the very first president to ever address Planned Parenthood. But we've got this doctor, and, and I don't care who you are, you have to agree, it's not on liberal media. It's not there. It's not on MSNBC. You know what? A conservative. Well, I don't know that there would be a conservative, but you look on on like HLN. Is HLN headline? Is it headline news? Uh, it's CNN's headline news. They run twenty four hours a day of this this latest uh, trial with what's her name, and never, not a second of this trial. Not a second of this trial. It's just unbelievable. Here is a doctor that the baby was, was the, the mother was there to abort the baby. Something went wrong, obviously. Whether it was a partial birth abortion attempt or whatever, this baby's born alive. Mm-hmm. And he snips its spinal cord. Yeah. Is this, how this can guy we, sounds like how a, can a we, peach of a human being. How can we even be talking about? Oh, it, it is hard for me to pay tons of it. It, 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 that. That is a really sick individual. I'll tell you what. And, you know, here's here's the thing that really gets me. And and I'm going to play this clip. And it's, 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 it's about five minutes, but I want you to listen to it. There was a lady in in uh, the state of Florida, and she's the uh, representative for Planned Parenthood. 
and her name uh, is uh, what? What's her name? Where? Where did I have it? Snow. Her last name is Snow. Alyssa Snow. Okay. And Florida legislators are trying to come up with because every because the legislators legislation is freaking out uh, because of this. I did some some looking into it, and as as one does, uh, comes across laws that you didn't even know were laws. Uh, and in in 2002, Congress passed the Infants Born Alive Protection Act, that if a child is born alive, that they have to you, you have to consider it to be a patient now. Right. And so Florida is trying to get. Excuse me, trying to kind of get in order, get their books in order and trying to figure out what are we going to do about this. So they bring this Alyssa Snow in to be a representative for Planned Parenthood and talk to There was a brief exchange in there uh, that that made news. I I want you to listen to her words and and tell me what you think. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. And I I believe you were in the uh, committee room whenever I asked Representative Pigman the question about um, what happens in a situation where a baby is alive, breathing on a table, mm-hmm. moving? Um, what do your physicians do at that point? Um, I do not have that information. Um, I am not a physician, I'm not an abortion provider, um, so I, I do not have that, that information. Oh, go ahead, sir. I, I understand that you're not a physician, but you do represent. Um, physicians who do perform this activity, uh, and you're te- can you tell me what happens when a baby is alive on the table at that point? What do they do with the baby that is struggling to live? I don't know, and as, as it's been referenced earlier, you know, we don't know even how prevalent this situation is. I, I don't know how else I can get an answer, Mr. Chairman. All right, well, we'll go to Representative Oliva for his question. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Along the same lines, you stated that that a baby born uh, on a table is a result of a botched abortion, that that decision should be left to the doctor and the family. Is that that what you're saying? Thank you, Mr. Chairman. That decision should be between the the patient and the health care provider. Go ahead, sir. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I think that at that point, the patient would be the child struggling on a table. Wouldn't you agree? You're recognized. That's a very good question. I really don't know how to answer that. Um, I, and I, I think, you know, I would be glad to have some more, you know, conversations with you about about this. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Representative Clayland for a question. Thank you, Mr. Chair. If the law doesn't speak to a physician's obligation in an abortion clinic setting, uh, then what conflict do you have here? You mentioned in your testimony that the law already uh, uh, speaks to that, but if it doesn't in the abortion clinic setting, um, what issue do you have with that being codified in this bill? You're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Okay, I'm not sure I understand your question. You can rephrase it. Thank you. From what I gathered from your testimony, physicians have an obligation already under the law to provide advanced life support to a, to a child born alive. But if the law doesn't speak to that in an abortion clinic setting, and I think the bill sponsor, who's a physician, testified that it doesn't, then what uh, what issue we, would you have with that being in the current bill? 
You're recognized. Okay, are, are we talking about my, my reference to the, the federal the federal law? I suppose so, yeah. Okay, because I just want to be clear. Um, we support the neutrality clause that was in the Federal Born Alive Infants Protection Act of 2012, which has, has been addressed. Follow uh, up, Mr. Chair. Does that address the obligation of a doctor in an abortion clinic setting to provide advanced life support to a child who was born alive in an abortion? No, no, the neutrality clause addresses um, a situation where um, this particular language can't be extrapolated out through other, um, you know, statutes dealing with abortion. It just deals with this particular area. Okay. So, Sorry. Notwithstanding that, does Planned Parenthood have an objection to a doctor being obligated to provide advanced life support in an abortion clinic setting to a child born alive? I mean, I guess you do or you wouldn't be here, right? You're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Let me, let me just pause and say where our opposition remains. Okay, then maybe that can answer some questions. We have um, serious concerns about the surrender, the surrender, uh, surrender um, wording in this. Um, the second piece is, as you all discussed earlier, was the uh, transport to the hospital. We would like to be in a position to remove our opposition. Um, and again, Representative Pigman has been great to work with. Um, he's he's um, been you know, very friendly to us in terms of some language that we were trying to seek, so I, I do want to you know, give him kudos for that. One final follow-up, Mr. Chair. I appreciate the indulgence. What objection could you possibly have to obligate a doctor to transport a child born alive to a hospital where it seems to me they would be most likely um, to be able to survive? You're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. What about this, and I'm just speaking out here, what about the situations where it's in a, a rural healthcare setting, the hospital is 45 minutes, an hour away, that's the closest uh, trauma center, emergency room. We, you know, there's just some logistical issues involved that we've got some concerns about. If, what about, what about the, the hospital that's 45 minutes away? Uh, where is this gal from? <coughs> this, she, this rep represent, gal? she represents Planned Parenthood. Miss Snow should run for office. Oh, my gosh. She is about the best at deflecting and not answering a question. She's got to run. She's got to run. She's perfect. Uh, she's perfect for the Senate. Isn't it? It's such a, it's such a basic question. Does, I, does it, Planned Parenthood have an objection? To a doctor providing life-saving, uh, advanced life-saving measures to a child yeah. that is born from a body. Was there abortion. an answer in any of that ever? I, I mean, no. I, I didn't get. Is like shuck and jive. The how whole time. can just, you? I, how can you not just say? No, we don't have an objection to. I mean, if the ba it, it, because that's the question, isn't it? Yeah. Does well, it become a they, patient? You know, of course, their truth is, is we want the babies terminated. That's that's Inside right. Inside or out, and to say that is, oh my goodness, would be barbaric. Of course, out of Fox News, but we yeah. don't want to to you know, uh, for people to actually hear that, we they would look at Planned Parenthood as the barbaric 
thing that it is. Just one one thing here before we take a break, and then we'll come back, and we're we're going to talk a little bit about uh, President Obama's response to this and and Planned Parenthood. Uh, out of Fox News, she went on because she was talking about the neutrality clause, and she went on to say that that there was a there was the objection that 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 this new part didn't have that neutral neutrality clause, and the neutrality clause, and I'm quoting from Fox News, makes it clear it does not change the legal status of a baby be before being born alive. So in other words, they want that neutrality clause in there that says. It was considered a fetus. It was considered non-viable before, before uh, when we were doing the abortion. So it's it's out of the womb now. It's still considered. I just can't believe it. Stay with us right here on Derek and George. When we come back, we're going to talk uh, uh, about President Obama's. We're going to talk about. Uh, I love Carney. Did you ever? Did you ever? Uh, oh, did you ever talk about Jay Carney? hard job. <laughs> All these press secretaries have, but this guy? <laughs> We're going to talk about Jay oh, Carney and his response to a question from a reporter uh, about this about, about this trial. So we want you to stay with us right here. Derek and George Live, Blog Talk Radio. The mist from the morning dew. The sun peeks out over the horizon. A new day has dawned and a new chance presents itself. A chance to once again do battle. The lush green grass of the Midwest farmland lies in wait, guarded by the beaches filled with the sands of time after time after time. You unsheath your weapon of choice and lash out at the enemy before you, and for hours you navigate the landmines, cursing and praising in the same breath. But in the end, whether in victory or defeat, you vow to wake in the morning and do it all over again. Just four miles north of Marion, Indiana, lies a battlefield. A battlefield not just of bunkers and waters, but a battlefield of the mind. A battlefield where people come to discover the best in themselves. Where courage is tested as each round of the enemy is faced. Arbor Trace Golf Course. Come play around. Because in golf, the more you play, the luckier you get. What if there was a financial pipeline you could use to build your savings and investment? one that didn't leak. Would you want to know about it? Call us at Higher Desire LLC in Lahana, Colorado, 719-980-0595. That number again is 719-980-0595. Ask for Bob or Terry, or you can go to our website at www.higherdesirellc.com. That's www dot com.
This message is brought to you by the staff of the Derek Hutchison Ministries. As you know, we reach out to people all over the world. Have you ever thought of advertising? We could help you with all your needs. Just send us an email. Put advertising in the subject and a sample of the ad in the context. And email that to derekandgeorge at gmail.com. That's Derek and George, all one word, D-E-R-E-K-A-N-D-G-E-O-R-G-E at gmail.com. Remember, this is a Christian family show. So send your ad so we can help you get the word out. You're listening to Derek and George Live on the Road Less Travel Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Derek and George Live show right here on Blog Talk Radio. We were talk we've been talking about this abortion doctor that's on trial and planned parenthood and all of this. Here's the thing that I can't I, I can't understand. Gun control, we've talked about gun control for I don't know how many times, but the 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 liberal side comes out and says, okay, let's try and have some common sense. Let's try and have some sensitivity. Okay. Let's Gren- prevent some death. This. Let's prevent this from happening in the future. And they and then they, and they say things like the grenade launcher. Can't we all come together on the – and you know what? I can come together on a grenade launcher. I can come – I can meet in the middle aisle with a grenade launcher and says, you know Let what? Let me guess. You don't want me to have my grenade launcher. Do you? Uh, you know what? I, I don't, you no, don't think I need it, right? I don't okay. – th- I don't uh, – you know what? I can come together. No – I think I think that it, if we come together on the grenade launcher, there should be some 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 pretty stiff, you know, some hoops you have to go through to get a grenade launcher. Right. I can come together on a grenade <laughs> launcher with the Democrats. Here's the thing: can't we all come together and say a baby who is alive on the table deserves medical treatment? is a patient. Can't we just all come together on that? And we don't have to dodge and, and weave like well, like you, Alyssa Snow. You would think we could, Derek, I but know. we can't. We come can't. on. No. Uh, Planned Parent, you know, she could not say what Planned Parenthood wants. You, be, yeah. Because if you say that, then you're, you're looked at as demonic. But what That's is right. the difference in that split second between, okay, it's Virgil, a fetus it's inside, a fetus, yeah. but now a momentary second later, yeah, it's a it's a baby, yeah, and then of and, course, yeah, is it bio, and, yeah, and so then you can't. What's where you know, where's where's you know, the life? Not so not not. They, they want to, the baby. Let's just say Planned Parenthood wants the baby to die, whether yeah. it's in or out. I don't. That's their yeah. their. And of course, she couldn't say that. But what what should alarm all of us is if if we're alarmed that the baby is outside for ten seconds and mm-hmm. is aborted, is killed like it is, which right. we all should be outraged. Right. We all. I I don't draw an incredible. There is a line, but yeah, I fifteen did. minutes before it's okay to kill this kid. And I'm, I don't I don't want to speak for women. We're in the same. 
boat with right. the same people that would then be lined up to uh, at some mass murders death yep. penalty sentence saying, oh, let's protect his life. Yeah. Yeah. Some monster that killed yep. a bunch of people, whatever, they want to say, but an innocent life of yeah. an unborn child is is expendable. I, and, and or you know born. What? Here's, yeah, the, here's I, the thing. We've talked about this, whether it be evangelical Christianity. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago, uh, being considered extremist. Uh, we, we've talked about uh, the, our, our stance on, on uh, same-sex marriages, all of those things. And, we, and the one thing that we say is whenever you come out against something like that today, in today's society – you become intolerant. Oh, I'm very, yes, yes. You become yes. intolerant. You become insensitive. You become uh, either a racist or a sexist or whatever. And, and this issue is no different nowadays. When, when one comes out, it, it, and I'm going to say it, 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 not trying to speak for any woman uh, who has ever been pregnant and had a child, because I never have <laughs> and I never will. But listening to Alyssa Snow and and reading the Planned Parenthood uh, literature, which which I have, if you come out against anything that that would uh, take away from that woman's rights or so perceived rights, you are sexist, intolerant, all of those things. And and I believe what. Planned Parenthood wants to say is it was the woman's decision before it was born. It's still the woman's decision if if it's if it's botched. And I agree with you. How lo- how much time would have to pass before it's not considered botched anymore? How long does that child have to sit on that table? So if it's born and I can kill it within. 15 seconds is that good but if it's for three minutes i mean that's just it's absolutely ridiculous and and what they what they keep doing is moving the line because remember it was the discussion about even back in the 70s when roe versus wade came out it's a woman's right to choose okay you know i don't think uh we should be legislating that kind of thing anyway uh, I, I think, as I've said before, I believe it's a moral issue. It, it's a moral issue. But they said, okay, fertilization. Nobody, you know, come on, fertilization. You know, if it's we talked about the morning after pill. Well, you know what? Now let's go to nine weeks. Now, now twelve weeks. Now we have the discussion about viability, and now we have the discussion about uh, uh, partial birth abortion, where the baby is partially. Uh, delivered, and then the then the cranium and the skull and the brain is sucked out. Now we're having this discussion about mm-hmm. a, a, some insane reason of saying if it's alive and it's outside of the mother, is it is it okay to come on? And and I believe well, and I, I think what we'll get to too to to make Miss Miss Snow's point mm-hmm. very she's she just eloquent mm-hmm. yeah and what a what a peach. <laughs> Is I, I think probably if you're more than 45 minutes from a hospital, it's okay. That's right. You know, and that's gonna exactly be what a, I was going to say. Timeline. Hey, can you, you know, believe we can't you... get this kid to the hospital? So guess what? That's right. 
can you believe that she made that? What about rural settings? And you, you heard it right here uh, on Derek and George. What about rural settings where the doctor is, or, or the hospital is 45 minutes away? What about, could you imagine if, if we did that with everybody? I mean, we have a hospital <laughs> yeah. here in Lonta, Colorado, okay? Yeah. But there are a number of things that we have. We have Flight we, for Life and we have things. But if you were to go by ambulance, even if they're booking it, yeah. you're 45 minutes away from Parkview or St. Mary Corwin. Yeah, you, you and know, that's if they're really, really booking that's it. Pushing you, you, that would really be tough to make. But Can you imagine uh, if we said, you know what? Uh, you're yeah. having a heart attack or or a brain aneurysm, and you know what? They could, it's not that bad. We they could fix it at Parkview, but you know what? The flight for life can't get here. It's too foggy, yeah. and the ambulance is 45 minutes away. So you know what? We're sorry. Yeah, yeah. Your that, time is up, buddy. Exactly, yeah. and that would be, and everybody would snicker and say, "Okay, you're you're using hyperbole on that." But isn't that what she said? Yeah, we are living in a world of hyperbole. We are. In, 19, in the 70s that I grew up, went to high school, to to have these things that we are now discussing and having my viewpoint looked at as intolerant yes. was or, hyperbole back then. Right, right. And and now it... Now we're so far outside the box. We can, and... And not, we, we're so far outside the box, we can't even see the box anymore. Well, and what they call and what they say is, you're backwards. You're just backwards. We're the old you know, backwards type. Ignorant. I'm, you're I'm, ignorant. I'm ignorant. You are ignorant. Not of uh, in, ignorant. In, it, you know, ignorant and intolerance. I was going to ask you mm-hmm. when this uh, professional NBA player yes. uh, apparently Collins formally came out. Came out. I uh-huh. don't pay attention. I figure there was other. They they seem to do. I mean, everybody knew. Uh, yeah, like Billy what, Jean King and Martina right. Navratil. They yeah. you don't have to say it. Or, you know, it's kind of a thing. But is. The courage and and it was he even gets a call from the, the White, White House. House. Oh, hey, you're gay. What got courage a, you've got? Got a call from Holy the White God. House. Uh, I like, but but with all this stuff going on, it, it's like we are so far outside in a hyperbole world mm-hmm. that I. Yeah, it it makes me glad I'm the age I'm going to be where I'm I'm not going to. And what you see is true power and. And I think conservatives, we're getting, we're getting, uh, call it karma, call it whatever, not really karma, but well, yeah, maybe karma, a, a smack back, whatever you want to call it, because what we see is this president, and 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 how many times have liberals just pulled their hair out over the past few months at the power of the NRA? They've just, they, they, oh, it's the NRA. It's the NRA. You know what? We are seeing the same power on the liberal side of Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. They receive 345, I believe it's $345 million of, of taxpayer grant money every year. They And don't get me wrong. Planned Parenthood provides some very good services. But three. I I'm not super aware of those. Well, you'll have to. Well, and and it and it is things like family planning. It is things like and and you know when you're talking about 
And are they supportive? You're very supportive of women's rights. Women's rights. Apparently. Right. So do they support a woman's right to be able to tell her daughter, uh, you're not taking this? No, because the daughter know, or... is a woman. Uh-oh. That's it. No. Oh, yeah. no. So they don't, they don't like to get in between women. No. No, not Uh-oh. at all. And see, if you were, you know, say you were a... You know, you you got married and uh, you're trying to figure out, okay, what do I do? Family planning, those types of things. You can go there and get great literature, okay? My problem is, is that (laughs) a, a little bit of good gets overshadowed by a lot of bad. Mm. And, and then, because here, and here's what they'll say. Only 3%, only 3% of the women who come to Planned Parenthood get abortions. And that would be a true statement. Planned Parenthood sees a million women a year. Wow. So let's see. No, not not a million. Not not a million. Not a million. What would it be? It would be 11 million. It would be 11 million. 11 million women a year. And 300,000 of them are abortions. 3%. 300,000 300, abortions. The leading, uh, it, it, the uh, the leading, I don't even know what you would call it, the leading producer, the leading clinic, I guess, that does the most, 300,000. That's a lot of potential amazing inventions yeah. and uh, things being made. And, and, you know, I know this is an old cliche. Mm-hmm. But anybody listening to this, anybody out there, whatever, thank you can be against but Yes, but <laughs> yeah. thank your mother for not aborting you. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, can, I, I, don't I, I just, and I don't know, I don't know, but I read this, and I can't remember where I read it, so I'm not going to quote anybody, so I'll just use it as my own quote. But I know there are people who are out there. Now, especially on the liberal media side and and liberals who will say this oh now you now you understand what we feel about gun control that's what they'll say oh. how is this the sa- how is this the same as well now you know how we feel all about all those issues i'm not even thinking about Anything else but that little baby laying on the table that made it, got the shot, and then they clip its spinal cord. Just unbelievable to me. Jay Carney was asked, the press secretary. Oh, yes. I want to. Press secretary. You want to talk about. Oh, Carney. I don't, you know, I think the guy's, he's got a, he's got a tough job. Got to do a lot of sidestepping, a lot of. Uh, he must have been a like a what do you call that in the the boxing uh, uh, a sparring a yeah, sparring partner because yeah. you got you got to learn a lot dive, of yeah yeah and uh, thank God for clicheish uh, uh, redirects that that all press secretaries can use because he was asked obviously you know the media is going to ask him it probably came from Fox News came from asked him about the trial. 
Mm-hmm. What does the president think about this and everything? Uh, he used one word. It was unsettling. I don't know what that means. And then was able to say, he ducked follow-up questions. I'm reading from The Hill, by the way. Ducked the follow-up questions over the administration's views on the matter. Okay, and this is what he said. The White House, quote, does not and cannot take a position on an ongoing trial. (laughs) Now, see, here's the thing. Once the trial is over, they're going to forget about that. But I want somebody to come back. I want to get a press credential. Derek and George needs to get some press credentials into the White House. When it's all over and say, Jay, last time you said it was, it's no longer an ongoing trial. What does the president think about this guy going to jail? Because if he doesn't, it's I'm moving to Canada. We're, we're, it, it, he can it, it, sum it, that up in one word. Unsettling. Unsettling. <laughs> that says it all, baby. That what are you to both sides. That? It's, it does. It, it just. Does. It takes care of everything. <laughs> Come on. How does that make he you goes on well, to I'm say that. I just it, it, <laughs> I just couldn't I could not believe it. Uh that that the will Carney that said, will cover Carney said, That is a great word. That's a great thing, old yeah. Carney. I, you know, he came I wonder if he came up with that on his own cuz that Well, that, here's that, another that's one. That's an amazing cover. Here's a great just, Here's another one. Pressed on whether the president believed, I'm reading again from the Hill, that the Gosnell case should lead to legislative changes on uh, on abortion policy. Carney repeatedly sidestepped questions, saying only that quote the president's position on choice is clear, and echoing from former President Clinton's statement that abortion should be safe, legal, and rare. I I don't know how many liberal Democratic presidents have used that. I believe I'm in favor of abortion, abortion. but I believe they should be safe, legal, legal and, and rare. 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 What? Thin, lean, <laughs> seldom used, I would be. Yeah, seldom used. How many... Uh, 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 and the more, the more rights... That, and, and all we have seen is an expansion. Yeah. Fertilization, right. nine weeks, 12 weeks, His, 24 weeks. That, that expression, rare, that... Uh, President Clinton used rare. Yeah. Rare. Uh, I find that word unsettling. Unsettling. That's right. Here's another thing. This is this. It isn't odd. Carney was asked if the trial should provoke Congress to consider legislation such as the Born Alive Act. And what I didn't know was that Obama opposed a, a state version of that bill as senator of Illinois. Uh, as as the Illinois state senator, yeah. Excuse me, he, uh, Illinois what, state what senator. Are we, uh, the, the born the, the born alive act. Oh, okay. And 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 there was a there was a version of that that came up in the state of Illinois, and Obama, as a state senator, opposed that, which you think that he would. My question is though, and and unless there's some tricky tricky stuff in there. I felt like the Florida legislators that were that was looking in front of standing in front of somebody saying, "Are you what what are you opposed to if this child is born alive?" Even the name "Born Alive Act." Yeah. Well, it, 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 anything to be able to to go, they'll they'll throw a. a you know, building a bridge to, to Pocanawa uh, in with that. So they can say, well, I was all for the bills, just they threw that bridge in there. 
I, I, I think of these doctors and and their Hippocratic oath that says, uh, maybe it should be called a hypothetical oath oh, or something yeah. that says do no harm. I mean, you have a live patient in front of you. This isn't some uh, some hologram. This isn't some uh, words on a on a bill or this is a live yeah. patient in front. And here's this. We can't come together on that. As people of the human race, we can't va- – and mm-hmm. I'm not talking about even partial birth abortion. I'm talking about a live human being, mm-hmm. and we can't come together about whether to save it or not. Yeah. Well, in the, in I, the I cannot, infamous words of Rodney King, can't we all just, just get along? I just, and we can't. We have we have shown that we want to kill the innocents. We have, we do, we continue around the world. There's a, there's a great uh, article in the Washington. That. Yeah, there's a great article in the Washington Times under the community section by Paul Rondeau. You should uh, read it. It's called "Note to Obama: God will not bless evil or Planned Parenthood." It's rather harsh. Uh, it surprises me a little bit coming out of the Washington Times, but they they do. I mean, he pulls out scripture, and it's it's quite harsh. I'm not going to read it here, on, but if you get a chance, you guys go to the Washington Times. You just go to WashingtonTimes.com uh, and and look up under the community section. Last thing I want to say, and I started out with this. We'll go to the question. Uh, I just looking at looking at through history. There's a number of reasons, but there are certain steps that nations, countries, civilizations make that lead to their demise. And the last one that they always get to is the devaluing of human life. Uh-huh. And and this what is going on here, this discussion, I can't even believe that it's a discussion. But it is, and that's what's happening. Mhm. Very sad, o- yeah. Over uh, over in time, we have we have con- consistently moved that line, you know, to the point like we were talking about. Now you're 45 minutes away from the hospital. Oh my gosh! Uh, it, 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 and you know, we will spend millions of dollars to go and try and find people who are lost in the woods, and and chopper them out and take them to hospitals. Yet. Planned Parenthood representative Alyssa Snow says if you're 45 minutes away from the hospital, there's there's some logistical issues. Logistical, yeah. Logistical. Unbelievable. We need to keep an eye on this because we see the the onward march of the, in the downward spiral uh, of the United States of America. And, you know, Christine said something. My wife said something the other day. It, we were watching it, and every time we watch this, it, and I and she said something, and I would have thought I would have never agreed with it. I'm a patriotic person. Uh, I'd love this country. Uh, I just don't like it mm-hmm. right now. And she said, "You know what? It's gotten to the point where I don't even want to live here anymore." Oh, yeah. I don't even uh, want to live here well, anymore. We, and, and I asked it, her, I said, then where do you go? Where do you go? And I, I said Texas. Well, <laughs> Jeannie you know? and I have both talked about how we're very embarrassed of our state. Yes. Uh, oh, my gosh. Well, and, May 1st, yesterday, civil unions began, lined up outside. It was on top of the news. The, they're smoking pot while they're waiting to this, get married. This, uh, and it, it's everything's the same same vote, just strict party stuff. This yep. this uh, uh, 
tax spend liberal social issue uh, Congress that we have at Colorado, they're they're just shredding the state. Yeah. The, the big Denver metropolitan area mm-hmm. uh, liberalism is just so out of touch with the rest of us. Yep. And now they're they're going to be apparently passing this legislation with the rural electrics that yep. are going to impose a mandated. Uh, a renewable energy mm-hmm. percent that yep. is very very difficult for rural yes. uh, rural America going to cost us money uh, yeah. but it, as normal uh, the the Denverites don't care about rural Mm-mm. issues at all but uh, except yeah, our water and, 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 and so <laughs> I I agree and then then you go what country you yeah know? And, and that's I, the question it's uh, I don't know it it it's sad to even do that because there and and there are still bastions of wonderful pockets of your country but yes as in general you look at your country and say am i proud of the consensus my country has right. on uh uh morality yeah. and and treating other human beings and everything and eh, not really no, I'm not proud. no, not proud, and it's it. No, it, 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 and it's it's just going to get worse, and we'll follow it right here on Derek and George. We're going to get to the question, man, because we got we got a great. One what here. is the question? Get, anyway, I got I got to make uh, Jimbo proud though. Here, I got to I got to play the question for George here. I got a question for you. I got a question for you. All right. <laughs> Whip it on me. Now, now, the only thing I know is you said this was somebody that apparently doesn't like us this very is, much. Well, you know, we want to be fair and we balanced. We want to be balanced. And I was yes. going through the, the things, and a lot of them were just like, hey, do a good job, blah, 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 what's this, what's your favorite color? And I came across this one, which we do, and we'll be the first one to say it. We have our haters. Uh-huh. We have our haters, and I thought, you know what? It's time to be fair and balanced and to pre- present the other side. The yep. other side. There, now there is a question in here, yeah. uh, but I I assume there's a question in here. I'm assuming that the last statement is a question yeah. because it ended with a question mark. But I don't know whether they really it wanted. Really they sound, really care. Oh, one of those maybe think, rhetorical. Kind yes, of questions very rhetorical. Either. Derek and George comes from Betsy in New York. Betsy, I'm thinking, we had a Betsy over in uh, yes, in England. Yes. And, uh, and, yeah, and I'm thinking yeah. that probably Midtown Manhattan kind of a Betsy. Oh, well, doesn't sound like rural Betsy, Betsy. from New York. Doesn't sound like uh, any type of a rural conservative okay. uh, Betsy. Derek and George. Yes. It, and and I shared a little bit with this uh, with you before we went on air, and it's just a horrible thing about uh, very mean. Uh, you two have to be the most closed-minded, hateful people I've heard on Blog Talk Radio. It's good to be at the top of something, isn't it? I close-minded, wish... hateful. Okay, I know we're intolerant and, yes. and ignorant. Yes. And, and the the closed minded does not. Uh, I don't think we're closed minded. Well, no, but it doesn't surprise me because no, that liberals yeah. always any yeah. conservative is closed minded. I, I don't know I, that we're really hateful, but, but hateful. But I, here's the great thing: Betsy thinks whatever we are, we're the best on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Whatever we are, we're we, hateful, but we're the best. I guess the, I the most closed-minded, Minded. hateful people I've heard on Blog, Blog Talk, Talk Radio. Radio. Okay. So we're at the top of something. 
Then she says this horrible thing about the Boston Marathon. I wish you had been at the Boston Marathon, and then maybe you could have taken the place of some of those innocent people who were hurt. That's just now, that's just mean. I think that means... That is hate. She wants you and yeah. me to die. But she's accusing in us, of, us of being hateful. That's, that's, that's the, where's the love, baby? Oh, baby, and, and definitely. I think this, is, oh. this is where it comes from, though. Why don't you get with the program of this country, there you go, and start accepting people for what they are and not what you or your stupid God wants them to be? Okay, well, the first thing I will say is God is not stupid. And on uh, on your judgment day, you get to hash it out with God on that one. And I, I could, that uh, that's the worst. That's the worst talking. thing you've said. Uh, the the rest I can yeah call me okay fine. Uh, God, God is not stupid. Is not that is stupid, a great and you can believe he doesn't exist. You can believe it whatever you want, and you can hash it out uh, later on uh, in the afterlife. That's right. Etsy. So uh, I would she goes, say I she feel, goes on. Oh, she goes. Oh on. yeah, that wasn't the question. Oh, okay. The question was this. Uh, well, it goes on to it, this isn't even the question yet. She goes on. You are racists, racist, sexist, and religiously intolerant. And by the way, Betsy, you misspelled religiously, but that's no big deal. <laughs> religiously intolerant. I listen. I love this line. I listen to your show only to come up with new ways to hate the both of you. <laughs> oh, do us a favor. Do us a favor, cancel your blog talk subscription, and go back to your cave. And then she says, and I think this is Betsy, the question. Betsy, me like cave, me cave warm. I believe Me this. glad you're not in cave with me, Betsy. <laughs> what? Here's the, and then she says, and I think this is the rhetorical question at the end. Okay, here's, where, here's a question, yes. How do you sleep at night? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I usually, believe that is the question yes. for you, John. What okay, Betsy. What do you I'm think gonna, about Betsy? I'm going to go through all those. Okay. How do I you sleep at read, night? You read, go well, through, I don't have my glasses. Okay. Oh, okay. Betsy, how do I sleep at night? Usually on my stomach, occasionally on my side. Yes, I would uh, agree with no, that. No, actually, Betsy. I sleep very well. Uh, Betsy? I don't, I'm, but it has nothing to do with Yes, <laughs> I'm uh, uh, very much at peace with myself. Uh, okay. If I were to pass away tomorrow, uh, I'm good with that. And if I do, Betsy... Uh, I'll let God know what but you think of him like he doesn't already know. Uh, Close-minded. I, what do you think about that? That's – what do I – I think in general I I don't have a uh, – I would kind of agree with – most – many people do not like anybody with strong opinions. Mm, and mm-hmm. especially if they differ from your – right. And if you take a stand and have have absolutes in your life, then you're close-minded. And see, here's the if thing. That, if that's, I'm sure that's her definition. I so. don't believe that we're close-minded at all. I think we we listen to other people and we hear them. We just disagree with yeah. them. Yeah, and unlike you, Betsy, uh, I don't hate you. And yeah. I'm really glad <laughs> you weren't in Boston. And I, I wouldn't wish too. that on anybody. Uh, I, on Bin Laden's relatives. You yeah. know, when some of those people are caught up in some stuff and some they knew about. But I don't wish that on enemy. Right. And uh, least of all you, Betsy, I'm glad you're still out there to uh, diss and hate people like me. 
Uh, and I keep wish listening. you had been, and then maybe you could uh, why not get with the program of this country. See? And start accepting people for what they are and not what you or stupid God wants them to be. Yeah. Uh, well, we've already talked about God. Uh, how I expect people to be, I don't expect people to be. I ex- expect people to act in responsible behavior mm-hmm. that is in accordance with a general moral code. Now, that moral code in my life comes from God. But even if you don't believe in God, most atheists have a general moral code that is equivalent uh, in many respects, lawfully wise. We don't kill that, babies uh, that are alive on the table. Yeah, many, most <laughs> atheists, If yeah, how many atheists will come out and tell you uh, a baby born alive on the table, it's it's good to kill. I, yeah. I, I, I don't I don't think they'll I don't do that. Think, no. I think there's many places we can we can come together. Uh, but as far as intolerant, if and oh, racist, racist, sexist, uh, racist. I have you know black friends. I've got Hispanic friends. I've got white friends. I've got a friend. I don't equate. Unlike oh, you're you my liberals. only friend. <laughs> Well, I, I get the you know it's I know like it. anybody if that, you say any, it's like if you disagree with me on anything and it, if we're if we disagree on immigration you're a racist it, if you disagree that peanut butter is better than jelly yeah you're it, a racist. it's possibly because I I think anybody that voted for Barack Obama uh, Obama mm-hmm. because he's a black man is a to racist. level the playing field. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's more racist than me saying I would never do that. Never. I want the best person in office who right now, I think Ben Carson, who the doctor, who happens yes. to be a black man, I would vote for him or Condoleezza Rice in oh, a flash. I, you people that make color, the anybody right. who knows me, racist is the last thing I am. <laughs> I and saw Betsy, a, you're getting me fired up I now. saw a great – let me, let me uh, interject this. Yeah. I saw a great little – uh, it was it was in some of the clips that uh, we talked about yesterday or last week. There's a little, uh, you know, Charlie Brown and his little. He's got a little black friend, and they're together. And and uh, he's asking Charlie Brown, uh, "Why are you a conservative?" And conservatives are no good. And Charlie Brown says, "You know, the conservatives donate thirty percent more to charities." Or no, the little black boy says, "Conservatives don't care about anybody." And Charlie Brown says conservatives donate more than thirty percent more uh, of their of of their money to charity than uh, liberals do. <laughs> the little black boy looks at him and says, "You're a racist." Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's, that's it. it. That's what it is. So uh, you're racist, sexist. I don't know what that means. I think, I can't think of how many how many times on this done. program have I said I think in general. Mm-hmm. That the 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 better sex is the female. Is the gender. female. I've said that. I don't. I uh, and I don't know if she. If you know, well, maybe after today's show, she may really. You know, Betsy may get all fired up and say, "See, you have no. You have no. You don't care about women's rights or." And, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think we have been. I I, I guess because we, well, I think in in the we like Faith Hill. It, well, uh, I do like. Faith. Uh, I really like Faith Hill. <laughs> uh, I I think in the abortion re, anytime you you put 
the baby's deal above a woman's right to choose, which I'm all for a woman's right to choose to say no to the young man pressuring her for sex. Right. And that's what should be talked about right. is that you when, when you when you have sex, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful thing mm-hmm. that God created us for us to enjoy each other, it should be in a committed, loving relationship that you've committed to that person and ideally in my viewpoint, God. Yeah. But uh But just I'm like all everything for that. else we've I'm taken. all for that choice. I'm for responsibility. Yes. Uh, I, I really like, I, I listen to your do. show only to come up with new ways to hate the yeah. bogey, and we're haters? I know, and see, that's I what I don't understand. I Betsy, come baby, on, Betsy. where's the love? Take Betsy the, from New York. Something about a speck and a plank. I, <laughs> I, wonder if, I wonder if Betsy talks like New York. I don't know. Hey, you guys, get out of here. I don't know. But you notice she didn't call us homophobic or anything like that. So that was a positive. Yeah. Do us a favor, cancel, cancel your blog <laughs> talk subscription, and go back to your cave. cave. Okay, I'm assuming that's a very that's a very <laughs> interesting. Uh, Betsy, we are Betsy, so excited I that guess, you listen. Uh, I guess, and I want to encourage uh, I, you to keep listening. I'm in, I, I am encouraged. I don't know if I'm encouraged or not. Uh, New York has a, a gun control law, so Betsy probably doesn't, probably have, a gun, doesn't so have a gun. That when I visit uh, New York, if I were to show up around there, she'd recognize my my uh, mug from the web, mug yeah, from, from the web, from, from, from and, web and, and, and plug me because I'm such a hateful <laughs> person. But that's the thing that I don't understand. It and and we do it on our conservative side too. Everybody does it. It's just that you know when we when we do it here at the Derek and George Show, we say, okay, we're being hypocrites right now. But you see that a lot from the liberal side of, I'm going to call you something, but in calling you something, I've just become that which I called you. To say you're haters, bad for you, bad for you, and then to say I just listen to come up with new ways to hate you. And yeah. and 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 bet I would bet you anything that Betsy does not make that connection, because it's okay for me. To, it, because here's what they say: it's okay for me to hate you, because what you believe is wrong. But when you hate other people because they believe what I believe, then 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 that's just you're a hater. Yeah. I can't we I, all just well, get, can't we all they, just get I'll along? I'll tell you what: the the thing that is so frustrating for us is we are. Uh, we're we're both somewhat analytical people mm-hmm. that rely on analysis and yes. logic to present an argument. Yeah, and logic's out the door. Logic in our world today is is out the door. Is out the door. I you know what, George? I'm going to tell you. I was. It's I was, not only out the door; was, it's down the hallway down to the, the hallway, right. And, yeah, and it's not coming back. I I was not. I was not in your camp when we first started this about the whole idea about, you know, I, w- I, I considered myself optimistic about this country. I will have oh, to no. say. Oh, no. Am I bringing uh, you down? No, no. not You're not bringing me down. What's happening in the world today, every time, whether it's our state, which is a mess, the state of Colorado is jacked up it's it's an embarrassment it is embarrassment to the union it it is and i would you know 
I'd be proud to apply for succession only because I, I don't believe Colorado deserves to be part of the union anymore because we're disgusting. We're, Whether it's we're that, I have we I have absolutely That's lost. Kind of a joke. So, yeah, I we have we we have we don't deserve. Well, well, we've jacked up this country, and and you and I've got to fix it somehow. And and we gotta do it. We gotta do it. And so we bring these we things got, to we got life. it on our shoulders. We got it on our shoulders. And, and we do not want to shrug. No. We wanna That's right. We wanna hold And and that's the thing. I want our country to succeed. I want the United States and still believe it to be the best the best nation that has ever been conceived. Uh but the problem is is that nowadays we're to the point of we are now not the best and the brightest. We're just the best of the worst. The whole world is going to pot, and we're and we're allowing everything to drag us down. We're going to talk about that next week, though. We're going to do something. O'Reilly did just a little bit of this, and I wanted to dig into it because it, it, anything that I watch that absolutely gets my blood boiling, I think that's yeah. a good one for. Yeah. We are going to delve into. I mean, deep, not just surface. Of political correctness now in in America, <laughs> some oh, yeah. things came out that I could not believe. So much to the point of we've changed it so that now it's grammatically incorrect to put it in there. I mean, even you can't even say it. It is unbelievable. We're going to talk about that, and and we're going to talk about why. Why do we have to do this? And and the whole idea of we have become. We have become that which which Ayn Rand was was talking about, where the 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 United States just kind of there's these pocket of people that jump up and 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 kind of say no, but we all came together and said can't we? And what we were coming and gathering around was something so horrible. We have gathered around and we have said to ourselves, let's make it totally impossible to offend anyone. anyone. Yeah. You know, that's the first thing they tell you as a pastor. If you try and please everyone, you will fail mm-hmm. miserably, and you'll end up helping no one. You can't help everybody. It is impossible because we are a nation of different beliefs to not offend. But we are, we're making laws. We're making we're making changes in in our wordage and it's in in our verbiage so that we don't offend anyone. And it's all offensive to me, baby, to do that. <laughs> you know, people are th- so uh, things are very get over it, the, the grow up, thin skinned. Yes, yes. That, and that's what we would have said when we we're growing up. You know yeah. what? Yeah, grow it, up. It's oh, that offended me. Well, you know what? Yeah, the, the Talk, hat you're yeah. wearing offends me. I'm not going to let it bother me. You know, you're going to yeah. go on it. People are oh, so she do it offends I, me. I, oh, and the. The, like the sports teams, the, oh, the Indians oh, and Native, geez. oh the Washington Redskins, oh that offend, oh good grief, it's just crazy. We're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna t- talk about that next week. It's gonna be fun. I've got I've got a list for you. I've got all kinds of things for you. Uh, it's gonna get your blood boiling. We do want to thank you for listening uh, and watching on the Derek and George Show. Betsy, keep listening. Darlin, we just absolutely love you here at the Derek and George Show. We're just going to and keep we're on. glad you aren't at the bombing, Betsy. That's that exactly is true. That. no one. No one should wish anyone were at that. That's 
And I, I hope I she was. I hope she was being. I hope uh, that was a tongue-in-cheek uh, type of thing, or you know, a backhanded comment, or whatever you want to call it. You know. Yeah, a slap. Because what we're talking about is is the world's getting there. Where right. We we want to kill people yeah. we don't like. Yeah. Well, I can understand you not liking me uh, if on a, on a level of uh, maybe you don't appreciate. Upfrontness, brutally honest, yeah. whatever. But and, you and, don't want to hurt people simply why because would what you, they why would you, you know, I got five grandkids, Betsy. I, yeah. I don't think they want their grandpa rotten in the ground. I know. Uh, so I, mean, I even, you know, it's just kind of as vehemently as we, I oppose and and disagree with Alyssa Snow. The one who says, hey, 45 minutes, I don't want any she's harm a, to come no, to her. She's a person. She's a human being. She's got being. a family. Yeah, come on. Just, I just disagree. Yeah, strongly. And I think she's what an idiot. We said but, that, <laughs> well, yeah, we can think that yeah. on a on a. I don't uh, know that she's an idiot. Level, you know, I don't but know But she doesn't that. answer. The, I mean, there was there was not a question answered in, no. in any of that. And no. the problem is that's why trying to argue with those that's positions, right. they have – they can't state their position. It's unsettling. <laughs> yeah, because basically, if that baby's out and it should have been aborted, we want to finish the abortion. We want to kill the child, and that's that's and, what their position is. And anybody that denies that is just full of prunes. Yeah, they're just and, they're just lying uh, because because if it weren't, she'd have said absolutely we have we abort that. It's just. You know, the but you can't say it because it's not politically rep, yeah. it's not politically Philly. correct. If she were to say that, it would turn it would turn a lot of people off Planned Parenthood who are who are unaware. But we want to keep you informed right here on the Derek and George Show. Join us next week, next Thursday, at uh, eight a.m. Mountain Standard Time, when we uh, delve into this country even more and bring to light this horrible, horrible garbage that is bringing our country down. We're going to end with a great song from Les Mis because I love Les Mis. Les Mis. We, uh, Jimbo had the uh, uh, George Jones show. We're going to George Jones, which he passed. Uh, we're going to save that one uh, because we're running a little bit of short on time. I'm going to play, and it's a great one if you remember. With the, do you hear the people sing? Uh, it is a time do when you they hear the people, sing. people rise up against. So we're going to play that. So for everybody here at the Derek and George Show, we want to uh, encourage you. Have a great week. Don't hate. Don't hate. Love, love. people. Uh, and and travel on that road less traveled. So for everybody here at the Derek Hutchison Ministries, I'm Derek. And I'm George. And you're on the road less traveled. God bless. Do you hear the people sing? Singing the song of angry men It is the music of a people Who will not be slaves again When the beating of your heart Echoes the beating of the drums There is a life about to start When tomorrow comes Will you join in our crusade Who will be strong and stand with me Beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? Then join in the fight that will give you the right to be free. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart.
Don't stop, don't stop. 